this is The Playground. My name is Julia, and in today's episode, I have a few ideas. I'm not really sure how to summarize it into one word right now, but I'm pretty sure at the end I'll have a better idea. Uh, so just sit back, relax, come on this journey with me, and I hope you enjoy listening. Right now, the weather in New York is sunny, but it is kind of cloudy. There's kind of an ominous gray cloud lurking above my apartment right now. I think it's gonna rain for a little bit, but I think tonight is going to be nice and clear, which I'm very excited about. I cannot wait for sunny spring weather. Very exciting. In today's episode, I want to start off by saying that I've been going through a rough time lately. kind of mentioned that in my previous podcast episode. I'm recording this episode a day after, so... As mentioned previously, I've been listening to a lot of podcast episodes, and I forgot to mention this in the previous episode, but I've been feeling very moved to be a little bit more vulnerable, to talk about things that are on my mind, and I feel moved to want to be open with you guys about what has been swirling in my thoughts recently. One of the reasons why I've been feeling so stuck in recording a podcast episode is because I wanted to get over this hump and try and record during a place where I felt good and inspired, but I figure why not just use where I'm at right now? as inspiration to record a podcast episode. So that's exactly what I'm doing. I wanted to talk about how whenever I get into these little ruts, I I get very quiet and I just listen. I've been taking in a lot of different thoughts, different perspectives, different media. And according to Oprah, this is not what I this is exactly what I should not be doing. I need to get still and be one with myself, but just because being alone with myself, I just find that it becomes an echo chamber of really negative thoughts. I kind of drown out those thoughts with other things. So maybe it's just a balance of being one with yourself but also being open to ideas and other perspectives. I'm not entirely sure, but I've been consuming a lot of media. Last night I was watching Goodwill Hunting and it was very comforting to me because it felt very optimistic. It felt like all I needed to do was just follow my heart and everything will be okay. Upon reflecting on that sentiment, I realized that my heart says one thing, but my head says another in the very literal sense of that being, I get so much anxiety from what I feel is most right to do and it's really difficult to have this internal conflict because I feel like I'm constantly battling with myself. It's very tiresome. I'm very exhausted with that. I wanted to do an episode talking about just letting things be, not really having that internal conflict, but just being okay with where things are at now. So I chose the song, Only Us, from Dear Evan Hansen sung by Laura Dreyfus and Ben Platt. This song to me is really just about going with the flow, just accepting what is in the moment. 
And this made me think of the idea of labels and the importance of labels. It's kind of oxymoronic in my mind because I personally am not a fan of labels. I think for me, labels are just kind of a safeguard. They're there to protect and to make someone feel comfortable in the situation that they're put in. But labels are almost arbitrary. You put them on something to define it, to make it known. But things are constantly changing and nothing is concrete. A lot of the things that we put labels on aren't by the book. They're very individualized. But yet we put a label on it to make sense of something that is not supposed to be generalized. That being said, I can't deny the importance of labels. I can't deny the importance of a diagnosis of defining something. At the end of the day, that's what makes something real. And to try and deny that importance is futile. It's like arguing with the reality. And so I wanted to explore that thought a little bit because I think in this song, there is an exploration of life without a label. And I think in my mind, I romanticize what life without a label is but I don't live in a world that's in my mind. I live in a world that is situated in reality. With that being said, this is Only Us from Dear Evan Hansen, sung by Laura Dreyfus and Ben Platt. So impossible No 
so I hope you enjoyed that song. Um, a little backstory on my love for Dear Evan Hansen is my best friend and I, we had a phase where we were obsessed with Hamilton and Dear Evan Hansen. And when they came out with that crossover song, Found slash Tonight with Lin-Manuel Miranda and Ben Platt, it was just like a sign from the universe that our best friendship was one for the books. My best friend and I, we would take car drives and just blast Hamilton, blast Dear Evan Hansen. And so whenever I hear Dear Evan Hansen or Hamilton, I always think of our friendship and the time that I was going through. And this happened during high school. So that's fun that I get to remember high school every time I listen to any of these two tracks. That being said, the first line I wanted to analyze is, cause what we've got going is good. This makes me think about how maybe when you're in a relationship with someone and it's not defined yet, and there's this perfect moment of not needing to define anything, and you just want to stay in that safe space forever. There's not a fear of rejection, of being exclusive. There's this joy that is found with just being friends with someone, but you know it's a little bit more than that. I think that's one of my favorite moments in any relationship where you know you're a little bit more than friends, but you're not exclusive yet, or you're not rejected yet. <laughs> and I like this moment in relationships because to me it's so, there's something so pure and genuine about it of just being such good friends with someone, but not really needing them for anything more than their friendship and just the admiration you have for them. The next lines, I don't need more reminders of all that's been broken. I don't need you to fix what I'd rather forget. Clear the slate and start over. Upon discussions with my friends, what I've come to realize is that as we get older, the more people we meet, the more baggage they're going to have. And I think that's fine because when you get older, the more experiences you have, the more times you've been hurt, scarred, broken, and that all accumulates into something we call baggage, which I find really interesting because the only way to become wise and knowledgeable is to go through experiences like that. And I think I want to reframe the idea of baggage into wisdom, but the only way to transform baggage into wisdom is to learn from it. I think learning from personal mistakes can be really difficult because you're in your body and you can only really see things from your perspective. And so it's really easy to create a narrative in your head that whatever you did was self-righteous and rightly so. When in fact that going through life means you're going to make mistakes. To recognize those mistakes comes with a level of self-awareness, which is difficult to cultivate when you're so young and when you're not living with parents who are able to point out those mistakes for you. I think that's one of the reasons why my best friends are people who always call me out on my shit because we have such a strong bond where we want what's best for each other and we're not afraid to let each other know when we have made mistakes and I think that's so that's such a valuable aspect of a good friend. 
end, in my opinion. I think in this line, the idea of clearing the slate and start over is so beautiful because it's this idea of not bringing your past traumas into a new area. There's this quote where it says, hurt people hurt people, and if you don't heal your wounds, you're going to be bleeding on other people. And I think that's so true. I want to be in a relationship with someone who has healed. And I'm not saying you cannot be in a relationship with someone who is in the midst of healing or who hasn't quite healed yet. It can be really beautiful. There is a beauty in being there for someone when they are not fully healed and going along that journey with them. That being said, there's also this other interpretation of clearing the slate and starting over is just completely wiping yourself clean and rid of any responsibility of what happened prior. And I think that in order to move on in a healthy and productive way, you have to accept and acknowledge your mistakes and learn from them. And only then will you be able to quote unquote clear the slate and start over with the knowledge that you have gained from that experience. These next few lines, these are kind of long, but it's try to forget the noises in your head. We can't compete with all that. So what if it's us? What if it's us and only us? And what came before won't count anymore or matter. Can we try that? What if it's you and what if it's me? And what if that's all that we need it to be and the rest of the world falls away? What do you say? This reminds me of a Tolstoy quote, which I'm going to read for you because it's so beautiful. It goes like, for a few seconds, they looked silently into each other's eyes and the distant and impossible suddenly became near, possible, and inevitable. Those two quotes and lyrics, to me, reflect and parallel each other. To me, this is all about getting outside yourself, looking and experiencing the reality that you're in, and just being there. This also reminds me of how there's a level of we don't really need anything but us. We don't need that label. We don't need anyone's approval. What if it's just us? And there's just a beauty and simplicity in that that I feel like I've been wanting to create in my own life. That being a reality that I want to follow with my heart but then my head is filled with all these anxieties, all these noises I've been trying to quiet. And I've been going through that conflict of what I want in my heart, but also what my mind can handle. It's such a battle and I don't, and I haven't quite found the balance of that yet, but I'm sure the answer lies in communication of how I feel in my heart, but what I'm thinking with my head. And this goes back to the line of, so what if it's us? And I think that when I think of that line, it's when I think of an us, I think of that connection and I think communication and trust and experiences is what bind people together. And that's so beautiful. And it's something that I need to do in my own life. There's this beauty of also really just being with one person and the rest of the world falling away. I want to share a little anecdote about this. This is one of the first times I feel like I've shared an anecdote that is quite close to my heart and 
I have been very inspired by the podcasts I've listened to to share this anecdote, but I really think it beautifully complements these lines. And the story is basically where I was going through a difficult time, a time where I was just very confused and unsure, and I was really looking for answers. and. Those weren't readily available answers. In fact, I don't even think I've gotten to an answer yet. I'm still pondering over those questions. What happened was I reached out to someone. We would hang out, just the two of us. And whenever I was with that person, it didn't matter to me. Like nothing else mattered. I was able to create this really safe place with this person. And it was really beautiful for that time. And I'll always have a special place in my heart because it was like a safe little island in the middle of a stormy weather in the sea. And I could just be safe on that island. I think back to that specific memory with much fondness. And I feel like when I feel that feeling of comfort with somebody that's how I know that there's a bond between us I think that's what makes me feel like that person is special because I don't feel that safety with everyone and that's so beautiful that feeling of safety where everything else doesn't seem to matter but the experience you share with that one person is a feeling that I work to find within myself of just being with myself and feeling safe the next lines so i give you ten thousand reasons to not let me go but if you really see me if you like me for me and nothing else these lines make me think of again the dichotomy between the head and the heart it starts off by giving like rational reasons or the wanting of rational reasons but it ends with if you just like me for me and nothing else that's it that's all i needed it's not a list of rational reasons and proofs and logical step by steps it's just me this is a thought that i've been really interested in whenever i talk to my friends about dilemmas i'm having they will give me a very logical answer which makes complete sense to me but it doesn't feel right in my heart and it's one of those situations where I just wish my heart and my mind aligned everything would be so much easier unfortunately that's not the case and I think that's what's really interesting about life is making those decisions based off of your heart or your mind there are studies that show that humans are emotional creatures and they will gravitate towards whatever makes them feel a certain way rather than facts you give them. I'm in a course right now that's all about persuasion and a lot of the persuasive techniques I've learned are all about how it makes someone feel. At the end of the day, facts also make someone feel a certain way. It can make you feel rational, it can make you feel superior, it can make you feel intelligent. No matter what information you're processing, it's either going to make you feel something or not. And I think that's so interesting is that is what 
humans typically base their decisions off of. And I think that's kind of the truth that is found in Goodwill Hunting is that you can be a mathematical, logical genius, but you can be so lost in matters of your heart when in fact your heart is the only one that's going to be able to make you feel full and fulfilled. I find it interesting because there's the significance we put on objectivity, rationality, and facts. It's kind of like what a label is. It's something to make us feel confident in what it is, something that we can rely on, when in fact our emotions are one of the most reliable ways to understand what's happening and what decision we ultimately should make ourselves. I think that there needs to be validation towards emotions and feelings because to deny the importance and validity of emotions and feelings and irrationality, the irrationality that comes with matters of the heart, is to deny reality. Lastly, the lines, it's not so impossible, nobody else but the two of us here, because you're saying it's possible, we can just watch the whole world disappear till you're the only one. This goes back to the Tolstoy quote. I think that one of the most beautiful things about life is the realness between you and the connection with other people. I found that the most real things are between myself and another person, whether it's myself and a book I'm reading, as those words were written by a person, but I've created a real connection between them. Or myself and a movie that is written by people that highlights human traits and truths. The connection between myself and my friends. And I think the only way to make the impossible possible is to make connections with people and to build a world off of that connection that you two share. What's so beautiful about having a connection with someone is that that connection is completely, uniquely your own. And you get to create a world, a reality with that person. This makes me think of in my previous episode, how that's godlike. You have the power with that other person to create a world and reality that is what you want. It can be difficult to get to a place where it's what you want. It takes courage and possible sacrifice to create a reality that you want, but it's all up to you and it's completely your decision. That is today's episode. I hope you enjoyed. It was really nice to record today's episode. I think that as challenging as it was to record these past few episodes having not been in the best mental place, I think it's been very helpful in regaining my footing. I have so many more ideas I want to share with you and thoughts, stories. I hope you enjoyed this episode and Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day. Bye.